Good evening, folks, and a hearty welcome to our drive-in theater. We just want you to enjoy yourselves. A gay, pleasant evening for all. Oh, a word of caution. Mom or Pop, go with the kids when they leave the car. We hope you have a wonderful time. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome, Welcome to the Dead Zone. Welcome back, creepers and late-night weirdos. I'm Whitney, that's Danny, and this is basically our living room. Hi, living room. <laughs> this is where we do the majority of our recording, whether yep. we say we are... Anywhere else but here. Anywhere else but here. This is, uh, it's the magic of editing that <laughs> <laughs> shoots us ac across many various locations. Unless we're ghost hunting, we actually do go we to We actually do go to those locations. Yeah. Oh, why'd you have to bring it up now? I miss it. I want to do another one. Mm, I'm sorry. Oh, well. Next year. Next year, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Okay, well... Speaking of, I guess we need to talk about what's going on. We haven't put up an episode for either podcast yeah. in a couple of weeks. Yeah, which we apologize for. <laughs> we, we very much apologize for. Um, so for those of you who don't know, most of our listeners do. But uh, if, if you are unaware, Danny has lupus, uh, which is an autoimmune disease. Uh, and unfortunately, right now, there's no cure. She works very hard alongside her doctors to try and maintain symptoms of that through medication and diet. Uh, but sometimes <laughs> it has other ideas. And one of the really frustrating things is you never really know what those symptoms are going to be no. <laughs> uh, when, when a flare is happening. And it's also different from person to person. One person may have these symptoms and a different one may have these others. So it's a difficult thing for uh, people who suffer with lupus to deal with on a day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month basis. You just never really know what you're going to get. Mm -hmm. uh, and unfortunately, one of the side effects that Danny deals with not only is debilitating migraines, uh, it's started to affect her speech. Uh, Longtime listeners have probably noticed that when we started Creepy Caffeine, it was more of a give and take. Both of us were telling stories and both of us were, were very active uh, in the speaking part of our podcast. Yeah. And, and you've probably noticed over time that, that Danny has kind of taken a backseat to that, whereas now I'm the one who generally will tell the stories and she reacts to them, or on Dead Zone, I'm the one who, you know, takes the notes and writes the movies, and she'll add her opinions in on certain scenes and so on and so forth. So we've done what we can to to try and work around that, but it just seems like... Lately, it's gotten a little uh, more difficult. And so we thought with the stress of the holidays and everything that's going on, this would be a really good time for us just to take a little step back, take a breather, work on some stuff behind the scenes and maybe come back in 2022 with guns a-blazing. Yeah, there's some pretty exciting things that we're going to be working on. Yeah, I've been working a lot behind the scenes to uh, work on some new merch. Yes. Dead Zone has never had merch. Creepy Caffeine is in desperate need of a revamp on yes. the merch since we've gone through a new logo and some changes there. So I'm excited to debut some of that stuff. That will be coming up next year. Yeah, I've gotten a sneak preview, and I, I have loved every single design. I am so excited. 
they've they've been a lot of fun and it's that's kind of one of my hobbies I guess you could say mm-hmm. is graphic design so that's a fun thing that I can just sit here in the evenings when we're watching TV and just sit on my laptop and and play around with but another thing that we've been talking about for a long time and has just never had the opportunity to get to it we are really seriously thinking about doing Patreon finally yes And there's a lot that goes into getting that set up, but we're hoping that we can do a lot of fun stuff that we just can't do through the podcast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we have a lot of fun ideas that we want to bring for that. So we, we just want everyone to know we still love doing this so much. It is so much fun to grow this community and to get to interact with you guys either weekly or bi-weekly, you know, whichever podcast you're listening to us on, we still are having so much fun and and have no desire to stop doing that. But we do also have to recognize that there are going to be times we might have to step back and take these little breaks. Yeah. And, you know, we're fine with that. Yeah. And, and we're hoping that you guys are fine with that too. You know, we have tons and tons of episodes in our library if you guys miss us please go back and listen to some of those old ones uh i know a lot of you miss that we don't do true crime and of course there's tons of stuff in our archives of old episodes and you know it's a great time to get caught up on some of the stuff that you've missed and we hope that you're really excited about some new stuff that we got coming up in the new year yeah i know i am i'm so excited a lot of the stuff has been i feel like We've been working on it for, seriously, the whole 2021, it feels like everything has just been kind of worked on progressively each month, and so it feels like everything's kind of coming to fruition, but we're just not quite there yet, but I'm I'm so excited seeing everything kind of come together, and I know a lot of our listeners have been asking for a Patreon for quite a while, so... I'm, I would be eager to like hear your guys' idea on that. So those of you guys in both of our Facebook groups, uh, if you guys wanted to like post ideas in the groups of like what you might want to see on a Patreon, uh, we would love to hear it just because, I mean, we've been writing down ideas and stuff, but of course it's your, you know, content for you. So we want to hear what you guys would like to see. So that would be fun as well in the meantime to get to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we are here to entertain you and to have a good time and and that's the thing that we love the most is that interaction and back and forth we get with you guys we love the creepy caffeine community and the dead zone discussion room and just hearing what people are seeing you know and sharing and bringing to the group it's just been such a good time and you guys know I don't have a huge presence on social media. I'm kind of a ghost there, but I see things. And if you tag me and stuff, I'll definitely see it. So know that I am always there lurking like a creeper, <laughs> like usual. Would we expect anything less from me? Creeper no. at heart, 24-7. <laughs> Just lingering in the shadows. But we will still be active in those areas while we're gone. But yeah. we definitely plan on coming back in January and I'm so excited yeah I am too I'm, I'm really eager and I know that uh you know we were both really excited as far as you know both podcasts for December I think we both had a lot of plans for both podcasts and uh it, I think it'll still be nice to take the month off and and uh spend time with like friends and family and stuff like that and uh 
be able to like take that energy and put that into January because I know December just for anybody whether you're a podcaster whether you're anything you know it's just an exhausting month Mm -hmm. it's so busy yeah absolutely so look for us to come back uh mid-January sometime uh and we're we're excited for it yeah and we of course hope that everyone is is understanding and and understands why we have to take this time and we look forward to seeing you back when we come back, but we're not going to leave you hanging. We're not going to make you tune in and just hear nothing. Come on. Come on. You know us better than that. Who do you think we are? We got you. So now is where we part ways, because if you are here for the creepy caffeine side of it, I've got a Christmas story for you. And if you're here for the dead zone side of it, well, we're going to talk about some holiday horrors you can check out. Yeah. All right. And so for our Dead Zone fans, Time Magazine just recently released 13 best scary Christmas movies to deck the halls with. I'm ready to deck some halls. Do you want to deck your halls? I would like to get my (laughs) halls decked. Well, this is uh, how we're going to do it. All right. So number 13, they have the original Black Christmas from 1974. Says directed by Bob Clark, the original Black Christmas is considered one of the first slasher movies, even though the genre is now more associated with Halloween than with the Christmas holiday. The original Halloween, in fact, was heavily influenced by this film. The movie follows a group of sorority girls as they fend off a killer named Billy who sneaks into their house during a Christmas party. Though Billy is fictional, the character was inspired by an urban legend called The Babysitter and the Man Upstairs, as well as a string of real-life murders that occurred in Montreal in 1943. Hmm, that's interesting. I didn't know that. I did not know that. I knew about the urban legend. I don't even think I knew that. Yeah, because I think uh, the, uh, the other one, When a Stranger Calls, I think that's also based on that one. Oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, I didn't know about the Montreal murders. Yeah, that's interesting. It is interesting. You have seen this original. Yes. I have too. Yeah. I think we both found this one a little boring. <laughs> yeah, kind of, kind of, I mean, I've seen every version thus far and yeah, I don't know, just, I think it's the plot maybe, I don't know. There's something about the movie that I just, it isn't my jam, so. Yeah. But I'll, I mean, it's one of those, I'll watch it. I've, I've seen I've seen them all multiple times. I don't know. Yeah, it's got some good kills. Yeah, you can't go wrong with that. Yeah, and you know our Christmas horror is it's a uh, it's a little skimpy. Yeah, so we'll take I, what we can get. Yeah, I think this one ends up on everyone's list kind of by default. Yeah, kind yeah. Of thing. And I think it's easy to say that hopefully at some point we'll we'll talk about all these movies. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, especially this next one because hadn't heard of it. Just came out this year called Silent Night. Hmm. Uh, it says the most recent entry in the genre, this dark comedy stars Kira Knightley and Matthew Good as a couple hosting a lavish Christmas Eve party for friends and family. At first, the charming group seems to be having a relatively normal night until it becomes clear that they're going all out because the world is about to end as the result of a climate change disaster. It hits a little too close to home. Uh, oh, and it says if it hits a little <laughs> bit too close to home, it helps that the formidable ensemble cast also includes Lily Rose Depp, Annabelle Wallace, Lucy Punch, and 14-year-old Roman Griffin Davis, who earned a Golden Globe nomination for his work in Jojo Rabbit. That does help. 
It doesn't feel so close to home anymore. Very far from it's home. It's scooted away a little bit. It's at least three counties over. Yeah, yeah. I feel much safer. I, I don't know how those things were supposed to help, but uh, It go. sounds interesting, at least. Sure. Uh, Kira Knightley. I did not even recognize her from this uh, promotional photo that I'm looking at. Yeah. And that's one thing I feel about Christmas Horror too. They don't really get a lot of... Um, advertisements like I don't really see like I know the Black Christmas franchise it seems like that one does fairly well but I think it's also because it's a franchise at Mm -hmm. this point yeah and they've done you know multiples of the same film but yeah it's one of those things where I'll see DVDs of like cheesy Christmas horror and I'm down with that I'll watch what again you know whatever we can take but I just don't really see them advertised a whole lot yeah yeah same I the most recent commercials I have seen that involved any kind of horror in them are like, I've seen a lot for the Peacock streaming service, which we have, mm-hmm. and they've been pushing yeah. some of their Christmas movies, mm-hmm. which also includes some some horror. Yeah. But other than that, I really haven't seen any Mm-mm. trailers. Well, next up is one of our favorites, and that's 2015's Krampus. For those unfamiliar with darker Christmas lore, Krampus is a horned beast of alpine origin who visits poorly behaved children during the month of December and swats them with his birch rod. The movie Krampus, starring Adam Scott and Tony Collette, one of our personal favorites, mm-hmm. takes things in a slightly different direction. In this version, Krampus is a demonic presence who punishes people who have lost the Christmas spirit, and he sets the Ingle family in his sights. Krampus is more about setting a spooky scene than jump scares and gore, but it still makes for a fun watch on a cold winter's night. I adore this movie it's it's a dark comedy so you're getting a a little you know horror and comedy Mm -hmm. but it's it's a good balance and it makes sense there's going to be another movie on this list that the comedy uh kind of bothers me about it but uh in here it works yeah i i agree i think this is one of those that and and it does a really good job too like really setting this really setting the scene and making it feel like like a holiday movie Mm -hmm. too so that has a lot going for it i did just recently hear that they just released a a new extended release 4k of this movie oh yeah the naughty cut oh yeah nice uh the cover of it looked really cool it's in like a metal box i believe so I, i i well i did hear the extended footage isn't that worth that much but i have heard that the bonus features are well worth, you know, the buy if you're a big fan of the Krampus movies, so. And you know I'm all about all those yeah, bonus features. Yeah, yeah for <laughs> sure. So if, if there's any other fans on there and you might look look for that, might make a nice uh, holiday gift for yeah. yourself or somebody else. Or someone you love. We've we give someone tell. the gift of horror. <laughs> Here, Grandma. All right, well, next up on the list is just it's a classic not only a holiday classic it's just a classic all the way around from 1984 it's gremlins just gremlins it's just gremlins so cute it's so great like die hard uh, uh, my favorite christmas movie ever which i just got danny to watch for the first time yeah like literally just two this nights week. ago yeah something like that yep Yeah, I had never seen it before. Well, like Die Hard, Gremlins is a Christmas movie in disguise. It was released in June, but it starts with a guy trying to find a cool Christmas present for his son. 
Randall Peltzer, played by Hoyt Axton, thinks he's found a solution when he stumbles upon an antique shop that sells him an adorable creature called a mogwai. But his son Billy, played by Zach Galligan, soon learns that his new pet is much more than meets the eye. If nothing else, the movie is a good reminder to always read the instruction manual before playing with your new toys. (laughs) That's right. Don't feed them after midnight. I remember the first time I watched that, I didn't, like, understand that it was supposed to be horror. Like, I just thought it was fun. Oh, same. Yeah. When, when that movie came out, none of the kids that saw it, I would have been 14 at the time, yeah. had any any inkling that this was supposed to be horror. Yeah. It was just a fun, awesome Christmas movie. Yeah. I've yeah. always thought of Gremlins as a Christmas mm-hmm. movie. Yeah, I agree. Well, next up is another holiday classic, but a l- little bit more recent uh, and that is The Nightmare Before Christmas, Aww. one of your favorites. Yeah. So this animated classic is the rare holiday movie that's appropriate during both the Halloween and Christmas seasons. In the Tim Burton-produced film, Jack Skellington, the pumpkin king of Halloween Town, stumbles upon a door leading to Christmas Town, a city where citizens celebrate a holiday that Jack's never heard of before. He decides that Christmas needs a little bit of Halloween added to it to make it really sore. Hijinks, including the kidnapping of Santa Claus, ensue. It's one of my um, all-time favorites. It's, I mean, it's a classic for a reason. You can't go wrong. Yeah, it, I think Danny Elfman's music in that movie is one of those that really, I think, just helps to set the scene for the whole movie. 100%. Yeah. 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 And, and it has a sweet little love story as well. Yeah, a little love story. <laughs> All right, well, next up is the Black Christmas remake that came out in 2019. It says the second and more recent remake of the 1974 Black Christmas follows a similar plot to the original Sorority Girls Terrorized by a Mystery Man, but adds a twist appropriate for the Me Too era. In this version, the villain stalking the women gets help from a fraternity whose former president sexually assaulted one of the Mu Kappa Epsilon sisters. Though director Sophia Takal worked to make sure the film got a PG-13 rating so a wider audience could see it, the movie still packs plenty of scares. Plenty of scares. I think PG-13 scares can still be scary. Oh, I agree 100%. Yeah. It doesn't have to be nasty, violent gore to be scary. Yeah, yeah. If you can do it right... It can be pretty scary. Yeah. Hell, there's some Disney movies I've seen that are scary and sad. <laughs> I mean, scary and sad. Anytime they kill off a parent of one of these tiny little creatures and you're weeping your eyes out, that's <laughs> terribly scary. That is one thing I like when people can do that and, and they like, you know, if you're going to remake a movie, that's more than fine, obviously. But I do enjoy when, you know, the creators decide to put you know a spin on it right a new twist yeah bring me something new to the table i've already seen this movie why should i see your version yeah yeah yeah. absolutely and you you said you've seen this one yeah i have not i think it was one of those that i like streamed while i was working or something yeah did you like it better than the original worse different Uh, i think i liked it about the same yeah 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 i think the was it the 2015 was there one in 2015 or something like that somewhere around there um I know I liked that one okay, but yeah, I don't know. None of them are too standout-ish in my head for some reason. I wish they were, just because I know they end up on so many lists. Yeah. 
All right, next up is uh, a classic of a different kind. It's called Ginger Dead Man. It says, while comedy slasher hybrid isn't likely to keep you awake at night, it's a worthy addition to the Christmas horror canon for its title alone. Gary Busey, yes, that's right, Crazy Man himself, voices the titular Ginger Dead Man, a villainous cookie possessed by the spirit of a serial killer who died by the electric chair. The murderer's ashes got stirred into the batch of gingerbread mix by his mother, a witch. Very normal stuff. Uh, The great news is that fans of The Ginger Dead Man need not stop there. The movie has spawned three sequels and a comic book series. Uh, I have seen this one. I I have not seen any of its sequels. It's just... It's just fun. You're just going to have fun. Please go into it expecting exactly what you're going to get for a movie called The Ginger Dead Man. Yeah, I was about to say. (laughs) As long as you accept that that's what you're going to get, you're going to be fine with it and you're going to have a good time. Yeah, I haven't seen this one, but it is one of those that I know, you know, back when uh, Blockbuster was a thing and, you know, you'd roam Mm. the video store and stuff. My favorite was just to roam the horror section. And I remember looking at all those, like, especially the ones that would have, you know, a bazillion sequels. Those are my favorites just to compare the different uh, movie covers and stuff. And I remember a lot of those. I think just the covers look so cheesy, uh, but wanting to watch them, you know, regardless. But I haven't seen that one. Uh, But I have heard exactly that that exact same um, kind of sentiment that you can't expect too much going into (laughs) it. Just just go in and have a good time. You're going to have fun. All right, well, next is The Lodge, and this one came out in 2019. It says, this slow-burning thriller stars Riley Keough as Grace, a young woman who travels to Massachusetts with her fiancé, Richard, and his children so she can get to know the kids better. Things quietly take a turn when Richard leaves her to go back to the city for a work obligation, and the children amp up their aggression toward their potential new stepmother. Grace's struggle with her own past as a cult survivor also helps to set the scene for a claustrophobic, bone-chilling tale of winter survival. I have have not seen this movie. We haven't seen it. I do remember seeing the trailer for it when it came out. I think it's on one of our lists, like on one of our bazillion Bazillion. unnecessary streaming apps. Yes. just so I can like get some semblance of like a nice horror collection. I have a bazillion apps, but uh, yeah, I do know that it's on one of our lists. And I want to say too, that maybe one of our listeners had shared it in the group as well as mm-hmm. maybe a movie to check out. I can't remember, but I've heard high praise about it, um, that it was a, a decent movie. So it's, I think it's one that we should definitely check out pretty soon. Yeah, absolutely. Well, next up is another classic, but probably only if you are a fan of horror, because most people outside of this little fandom might not have heard of it, but it is Silent Night, Deadly Night from 1984. It says, a classic of the subgenre, this film doesn't involve anything supernatural, just a regular guy who commits murders while dressed as Santa Claus. As a child, Billy Chapman, played by Robert Brian Wilson, was scared for life when a criminal in a Santa outfit murdered his parents. He grows up fearing and hating old St. Nick. But after his boss makes him play Santa at a company holiday party, he can no longer keep his murderous impulses in check. That's a good one. It is a good one. Uh, And launched one of the most famous memes there is. (laughs) Garbage day. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, next up was actually the movie that we were supposed to be 
covering yeah, this week. Yeah. Uh, you know, I still have all my notes. We're going to bank it and we're going to give you a full breakdown hopefully next year. Or, or maybe we'll do it as a bonus episode on Patreon or something. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, I'm still, all the movies we were supposed to cover this this month, I was stoked about. So Yeah, Krampus was going to be one of them. Yeah, all these movies will come back into play because I, 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 have, I have many thoughts about holiday horror and many it needs thoughts. to come out. When my <laughs> mouth works, these thoughts will come. You know they will. Because she's got a lot of thoughts <laughs> in her head. It's just getting them to fall out of her mouth. In a way that makes sense. Yep, that's the hard part sometimes. <laughs> Earlier she called ponies panonies. So we have to learn to laugh about it and yeah. love it. And I love it. It's my favorite. You're adorable. Uh, but the synopsis here says, Though Better Watch Out is set during the holidays, it begins the same way so many non-seasonal slasher films do, with a babysitter guarding her young charge. Ashley is watching 12-year-old Luke when she starts to worry that they're not alone. At first she thinks they're being pranked by one of Luke's friends, but she soon finds out that something more nefarious is afoot. It's also a great choice for fans of Home Alone. It contains several decidedly more sinister references to the beloved family film. Uh, yep, one of them um, has to do with one of the deaths in yeah. the movie. It's pretty intense. Yeah. Uh, this is the one, this is a dark comedy. Mm -hmm. um, and I have a problem with the comedy in this one. Yeah, it makes you a little uncomfy. It does make me very uncomfortable for the subject matter. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's all I'm going to say about it. I enjoy this movie. I wish they didn't make it a comedy. Yeah. I wish it was a straight up told movie, like presented as this is really happening instead yeah. of a, a comedy kind of. Yeah, I agree. I think I mean, we've talked about this, like, uh, you know, other ways this movie could have worked better into, for our favor and our likes. Because uh, I know so many people love this movie. Um, I love the performances. I yeah. love the idea of this. The idea is great. Mm -hmm. I just, the execution uh, just made me personally uncomfortable for some of the things that were happening yeah. that involve a child. And yeah. that just makes it feel weird. Mm -hmm. uh, it's it's dark and disturbing, which I have absolutely no problem with dark and disturbing films. Yeah. But this one, because it deals with an underage minor, it makes it uncomfortable yeah yeah because one thing i definitely think they could have done you know is remove the comedy and move the darkness more towards letting us see more kills because there's a lot of allusion to some really badass kills in this movie mm -hmm. but i wanted to see more of it yeah yeah i i i agree most of the violence happens off screen oh yeah yeah, yeah. i think we only really see like one of the things yeah yeah. I mean, it's one of those things that if you guys want to check it out, uh, I, I do want us to, you know, maybe cover this movie eventually. Or, and like Whitney said, maybe it'll land on Patreon someday. So if you guys want to check it out, uh, it is available on Peacock right now. That's where we watched it. So check it out if you want to. Check it out. Check it out. <laughs> well, next up is Anna and the Apocalypse. It says, this is somehow the only movie on this list that's also a musical, though in Christmas Horror's defense, it's hard to combine comedy, violence, and show tunes in one work. Ella Hunt plays Anna Shepard, a young woman who's gearing up to start college when a zombie outbreak starts spreading in her hometown. She and her friends must work to save themselves and their families from the chaos when all they wanted was a nice holiday break. 
This is one of those that has literally been on my to-watch list since it came out. And even since then, I've also put the book on my to-read list. <laughs> Have I enjoyed either? No. no. I don't know why, because I want to. Yeah. This has always been on my to-watch list, because I've heard nothing but good things. Mm-hmm. Everyone who has seen it. I have such an issue with musicals, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it has to be, there's got to be something that really makes me want to watch it. Yeah. Otherwise, I have hard times getting past. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think maybe that's my hang-up. Because I, well, I honestly don't mind musicals at all. I think my hang-up is in my head, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I mean, I guess I've seen, there's Little Shop of Horrors. Which... I showed you. Yeah. You enjoyed very much. Yeah. So I've I guess, always liked that one. So, yeah, I mean, there's there's certain things that... Yeah, I was going to say, so I guess it's doable, because in my head I was going to say, well, maybe I just can't get past that idea that it's horror and musical, but it's been done before, so I guess that's not completely out of the realm of possibility. Obviously, there's movies that have done it before. I don't know what my hang-up is. I just need to watch it. And, of course, there's Buffy, the Vampire Slayers, once more with feeling. Mm-hmm. It's- obviously the best musical ever. <laughs> I don't know why we're even discussing anything else. Just, so let's just move on. <laughs> just turns into a Buffy episode. <laughs> just talking about that one episode. I could. I could. Oh, you could. Probably do a couple episodes on it. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, next up is 1997's Jack Frost. Uh, it says, not to be confused with the family-friendly Michael Keaton vehicle, also titled Jack Frost. That's it gets confusing. All the time people get that messed up. This direct-to-video cult film follows a human serial killer named Jack Frost who turns into a Frosty-esque monster after a chemical reaction causes his body to fuse with a pile of snow. It happens. Yeah, I mean, at least twice a week I bottle that. <laughs> it's part of lupus. <laughs> It differs from person to person when it snows. Yeah, I know. It's weird. (laughs) Terrible. You're terrible. (laughs) Well, Jack then goes on an undead murder spree through the appropriately named town of Snowmonton. Despite truly abysmal reviews, a sequel called Jack Frost 2 Revenge of the Killer Snowman came out in 2000. Double it up with the ginger dead man for a marathon of possessed holiday icons. Jack Frost, again, that was another one that yeah. was, uh, this is terrible that we're telling people. Here's all the crap that we're not doing now. <laughs> this is rude. Yeah. It'll be coming, though. This one, I will say, is a little bit weird. Uh, there is a um, a sexual assault scene, so prepare for prepare yourselves for that. It's a little, it's, it's a very much awkward. Uh, and I have read somewhere that it it wasn't written that way uh and and i don't quote me on this because i don't know if this is correct but i i I think that i saw that it wasn't written that way but it ended up being shot like it the way it was shot it looked that way so they just ended up leaving it and like letting it yeah oh and all right and just kind of presenting itself that way so i don't know it's a little bit weird but yeah (laughs) it's definitely i remember kind of seeing these two movies around the same time and kind of having like one of those things where my mind melds them together. Yeah. So you're mixing Michael Keaton's Jack Frost with the serial killer Jack yeah. Frost. That's that's a problem because yeah. they are completely different are. movies. And I remember liking the other one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a cute little yeah, movie. Yeah, I remember thinking it was cute, but yeah, I remember when especially we started, you know, kind of talking more, you know, more and more about horror mm-hmm. and this just you know pops up all the time when it comes to just holiday classics and stuff like that and 
Yeah, I remember. I think we were watching. Um, Kit. I think we were watching Kill Count or something like that. Mm. And they they were showing footage for the movie, and I was like, "This isn't the Jack Frost <laughs> I watched." I mean, I remember him killing people, but it was played by somebody else. Well, that's weird. No, Michael Keaton's Jack Frost did not kill anyone. He was a very sweet father whose spirit got trapped in the snowman. It was a very sweet movie. He had a cute little boy. Oh my God, he didn't kill anyone. Terrible. Don't mix them up in your heads, you guys. Don't do it. It'll ruin your holidays. Oh, All right, well... Now, I have no idea if they've ranked these in, in any or, order, but they have, as the last one on their list, they have a movie from 2005 called Santa's Slay, which I have not seen, but it stars wrestler Bill Goldberg. <laughs> yes. So, yes. obviously... Um, it's, it's one of those that's uh, a cult favorite. I know it is. All right. Well, it says, like so many Christmas horror movies, Santa's Slay bills itself as a comedic slasher film, a fact that the punny title kind of gives away. Former wrestler Bill Goldberg plays Santa Claus, who in this telling is the spawn of Satan. Their names are similar, after all. The film is full of corny jokes, but it doesn't skimp on the violence, so it may not be the best choice for the squeamish viewer. That said, where else will you find a movie where Santa drives a sleigh pulled by hell deer? Don't know. I, I guess that's the... I've been searching. Only haven't found it yet, so you <laughs> well, tell me. Your dreams come true tonight, folks! <laughs> yeah, no, that's one that I, I know, A, we've been seeing it on being shown on the trailers on peacock as something that they've got in their holiday horror collection right that's how i knew about the bill goldberg yeah, thing. yeah yeah uh but i'm i'm in a couple of um horror movie groups on on facebook um and of course right now a lot of people are sharing their their holiday horror and this is one that has come up a lot and, and it seems to be one of those that people are like oh yeah that's, that's one of my favorites you know or that's when i watched you know one time ago but it just sticks in my head you know i can't forget this line or whatever so it seems like the jokes, the punniness, it sticks, and yeah, the kills, it's it worked in whatever capacity. I haven't seen it, but yeah, yeah I think whatever they did, something worked then, because it seems like a lot of people really gravitate toward it. Yeah. Well, what do you think, guys? Have you seen the majority of the movies on here? Are there some that you're excited about seeing? Are there some that you think should have been on this list that aren't? Let us know. Hop on in the Dead Zone discussion room, and let's talk about things. You know, just because we're going away for the next few weeks... Doesn't mean we're not going to be around. We're still going to be available. Talk about all kinds of spooky stuff, and we want to know what you're up to. Yeah, I'm excited. We'll definitely still be in the Facebook groups and be on um, Instagram and everything. And like I mentioned earlier, you guys, um, be sure to drop your ideas in both um, Facebook groups for your um, what you guys would like to see in a future Patreon, both for Creepy Caffeine and Dead Zone. We've got a lot of ideas Um for both, but I, 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 I think we're uh, really interested to hear what you guys would like, especially when it comes to like the creepy stories we tell in Creepy Caffeine or, you know, when it comes to the movies, could we, you know, I think we've thought about doing like trailer reactions and movie reactions. And for Creepy Caffeine, we also obviously plan on adding more of Whitney's storytelling and just generally more, we're hoping to kind of transition a little bit and, and I guess kind of ease ourselves m- more into like taking videos more so i think we'll um 
that'll hopefully allow us to kind of like vlog more and just generally record ourselves more. Cause I know that's something that like neither of us like to do a whole lot. Um, we're just not like <laughs> camera people. That's why we There's have a reason podcast. why we have a podcast. Yes. <laughs> you may hear my voice. There's no need to look at me. I'm fine. I'm fine. I just want to sit here in a t-shirt in my underwear and talk on a microphone. But I do know, like, anytime we've ever had, like, live events or whatever on Facebook, that they've always been so fun anytime we get to interact with you guys. So we definitely want to use Patreon to incorporate that more. So we just have a whole bunch of things coming up. I'm, I'm really super excited to jump into everything, but I'm also very excited to be taking this break, too. So <laughs> I'm going to miss you guys a whole lot. Just know that. <laughs> So, again, we're going to be back in just a few weeks. Yeah. So, we look forward to seeing you when we come back. In the meantime, come hang out with us in the Dead Zone Discussion Room, in Creepy Caffeine Community. We're still going to be around doing the thing. And who knows? We might magically post surprise things just to to keep people interested. (laughs) Surprises! Well, we're going to get out of here and go relax a little bit. We wish you and yours nothing but the happiest of holidays. We thank you so much for joining us and supporting us. We hope to see you uh, sometime in mid-January when we come back. Yeah, we appreciate the heck out of every single one of you. You guys, I mean, this has really been our first kind of, I mean, it hasn't been a full year, but our first kind of year into dead zone so a huge thank you to you guys for jumping into this with us and and joining us for the ride it's been so much fun and i can't wait to see what 2022 is gonna hold for the podcasts you know whatever that may be (laughs) i'm excited to do it with you guys you guys have been here for us for so long and we're just so thankful and of course a big thank you to our house band slime and the maggot boob they caught mommy kissing santa claus it was a little awkward but she was wearing pretty lipstick, so... And now he's our stepdad. Yay, stepdaddy! <laughs> well, good night, folks, and please buckle up. We'll be waiting for you. Josie Bobo. Hi, Josie. <laughs> what are you doing? What did you ask Santa Claus for for Christmas? What do you mean murder tools? What does that mean? I... Was, is that a threat? <laughs> Why do I... Oh, you seem... Oh, very angry about Christmas. She doesn't like cheer or joy. <laughs> you know that. Too much happiness in Holly the world. Holly not this girl. Not that cat. <laughs> Fuck that shit. I am murder cat. You will bring me weapons. <laughs> I understand. Josie, the holidays are very stressful. (laughs) And now, folks, it's time to say goodnight. We sincerely appreciate your patronage and hope we've succeeded in bringing you an enjoyable evening of entertainment. Please drive home carefully and come back again soon. Good night.